morning. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. Today, I think it's the 20th episode of The Blind View we're recording today. I sure love this series. It's been a lot of fun. Today, we have a new person joining us. Abby Fleener is with us today, and then Leon Hosea, and Joanna K. Lewis is with us again today. How is everybody? Good. Okay, so Abby, would you like to introduce yourself real quick for our viewers? Hello, I am Abby Fleener. I live in Indiana. I have been blind since birth. Um, I have a genetic condition called Leber's congenital amaurosis. And I also have another sibling that also has the uh, visual disorder. I am a mother of one and a very proud grandmother of a granddaughter and a grandson. Um, I have taken some college classes, but right now I'm looking for work in with Salesforce administration. Um, but uh, I enjoy reading lots of books and music, of course. I love internet broadcasting. And if you want to know anything else, feel free to ask. Thank Abby, you, would you like to give an email address that our viewers could contact you at, you know? Sure. They can reach me at awesome, A-W-E-S-O-M-E dot Abby, A-B-B-Y, at Comcast dot net. That's the easiest one. And thank you for having me on today, Becca. Great. Thank you for joining us, Abby. So we're going to get started today, guys. And today I wanted to talk about the impending election and the question of accessibility when it comes to us that are, who are blind, who are blind. And then also I thought we could talk about some other accessibility issues we've been running into over the last few months with all the craziness that's been going on because I feel like as blind people, our needs have not been taken into account like everybody else's through all this quarantine and stuff. So um, is there anybody who would like to get started talking about accessibility? Sure, I will. Okay, Abby, um, go ahead. I know as far as like with the election, my county does have an accessible voting machine that I can go to either at the poll, which I usually do not because it is usually more crowded and so I will go in like a week or two weeks early and uh, vote early at the clerk's office. And they're very helpful. The machine's accessible. You just plug in the headset and off you go. It sounds like the double talk voice. Um, that's how I voted in past years. So I'm hoping that this year that will still be able to be done with um, you know, with COVID and, you know, not so many people being allowed in public places at the same time. Well, I know I contacted my local elections office several months ago and asked them what they thought was going to happen. And they're planning on having elections at the polls. And I really want to go because this is going to be the first year where I'm going to get to use an accessible voting booth. And I'm so excited. I, you know, I, I'm excited to vote and I'm excited to use an accessible voting booth for the first time. So I really am excited to go to the polls. I like the little stickers they give you. It makes me feel, it, 
I know it sounds silly, but it made me feel so important to have the little sticker that says I voted. I can't there read it. Yeah. Abby, surprising your right to vote is very important. Yes. And give me my sticker in the primary since they found out who I was voting for. That's okay. That's perfectly you fine. Someone huh? found out who you were voting for, Leon? What do you mean? Well, you know, when I, in the primaries in March here in Texas, you know, you know, you go up there and ask them, you know, Democrat or Republican, I said Republican. And usually, you know, when I used, when I used to go vote up there, I used to say Democrat. They, they would be so nice. But now when I said Republican, they were so, like, kind of rude to them. They didn't give me my sticker. I'm like, okay, well, I don't care, but I'm still going to vote. So, man. What you gonna do? You can't you can't win them all, you know. You shouldn't have to tell somebody what your party affiliation is. That's ridiculous. You do well. Yeah. No, what they were doing is basically like they were talking like straight Republican or straight Democrat ticket. That's what that, that's what they do here in Texas. Right for the primary, you have to on a presidential election. Um, they do that here too. You have to vote straight ticket. So you either vote Democratic or Republican in the primary because election. it saves time. They want people in and out. They don't want you to sit there and just not not for the not for the actual election. Yeah, it's gonna. You that's why I am voting because our early election starts October thirteenth. So I will be doing that on the first day. Hopefully, I, I know the first week. I have never participated in early voting. I have to figure out how that works. Oh, it's basically to go to your county. Election. Yeah, call Is the there county only election one board. day you can go do it, or do you go any certain time during the several? It's several October third. I mean, the first day of early voting up until about November the first, or uh, or that Friday before the election is the last day for early voting. That's the way it usually goes. Okay, well, I'll have to look they it. do the two middle weeks in October. Mm-hmm. The best bet is to call your county Does election anybody board. Anybody have concerns about about the? validity of the counting process of our ballots? Well, not, not with the um, not with the electronic votes, no. But with, the, with these mail-in crap, because, you know, look what happened in L.A. the other day. They found bags and bags of, of, of undelivered mail behind a, behind a hair salon. So what does that tell you? The, poll, the ballots will be just sitting out there for anybody to grab them, probably. No, 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 they're discarding them on purpose. Oh, you think so? Uh, yeah. Well, you think if they were going to do that, they'd shred the stuff or something, so there was no evidence. But but they, but I some mean, people just get sloppy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mail in my ballot in today's world, just because of all the fraud and things of that nature. I'd take it down there and drop it off or something before I'd mail it, or I'd, you know, because there's there is there's too much. That's a good point, Abby. I wonder about the people overseas, you know, that like the military, our military. Those know, are absentees. That's, that's kind of different. Right, but it still gets mailed. Yeah, but you have to, um, but you have to actually, you actually have to fill out a form to get absentee. Mail in, they just send it to you, no matter what. Mm. Yes, it's all crooked, I know. It's, well, I it's think ridiculous. I did absentee then before I did just mail it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just too much, these people, are, the deep state is, is 
has been exposed the last four years, and now we see how desperate they are. They don't want to lose power, and it's mm-hmm. coming to an end. I hope so, but like this is their last. This is their last hoorah. Yeah, I would like to encourage every American out there to get out to the polls this year and vote. It's very important. Yeah. And don't think you're... Sorry, Leon. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ann. I'm sorry. I'm, I was talking to myself. I'm, I'm doing... Oh, I'm, I'm, double, gonna, I'm, I'm multitasking. I gonna, sorry. I was going to second what Becca said. You know, definitely get out there and vote because every vote... I mean, I know they say every vote matters, you know, but every vote helps determine how the electoral college is going to vote. Mm-hmm. So if you don't vote, you know. You better deal with the consequences. Exactly. Yep. Don't complain. If you don't vote, I don't want to hear you bitching. Hello. Yep. <laughs> You're right. That's what grandma used to tell me. Every time. If you're going to not say nothing, don't gripe when the consequences come around and slap you upside the head. That, and that leads me to my next topic, if Becca would give me the floor. Go ahead, Leon, I'm sorry. Um, I, I say this almost every video, look what's going on in this country with the riots. Um, it's, it's getting worse and worse. Now Rochester, New York is burning. The whole mm. police command resigned yesterday. No Dead gun. The whole, the whole command is gone. They quit, they say, screw it. Since we can't, y'all are, y'all are blasting us in the media, and you, just screw it. We just quit. That's what they did yesterday. The whole rock, they're gone. Wow. And now the Dallas police chief is leaving November 10th. So, okay. That's tomorrow. No, 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 November the 10th. Oh, November, November. I'm sorry. Right after, right after the election, because she knows what's going to happen. Mm. Well, we're returning back to the days of the wild, wild west, y'all. You see what Leon is doing right now, don't you? If Brenda can see it. (laughs) I honestly think that before too long, we'll end up having another civil war. It's, I think it's already been started. And I mean, it's, it's already going on on the streets of America. Yep. It's, it's so sad though. It's It's senseless. It's stupid. It's the, the problem is, you have these ad, these anarchists. They don't know what these again. These college kids. They don't. They, they never worked a day in their life. They've been educated through this indoctrinated system, and then you look at them. You know they don't know anything. They think they know something, but they don't. These spoiled little middle class rich kids. You know, come on, burn it down, burn it down. Like, dude, you're hurting. You're hurting the people you say that you claim that you're trying to help. Exactly. You know. And it's a doggone shame. Black people don't need you to speak for us. We can speak for ourselves. Just get, go back to your little suburban household and leave us alone. Okay? Look what happened in Pittsburgh at the McDonald's. Now, these BLM idiots are, t- are antagonizing a black-owned McDonald's. So what does that tell you? Like, how stupid can you be? You're, an- you're antagonizing a black-owned McDonald's. Oh, you know what, though, Leon? Listen, color aside. We're all Americans. So those are Americans who are out there on the streets destroying America. Our America. But they don't, but they don't claim, they, they don't, but, they, but Becca, the thing is, they don't claim themselves as Americans. I, could, I should have sent you the video where they're marching up and down the street saying death to America. Then they better These get are, out. They, I agree they, with they, you, Abby. They are Americans saying death to America. 
I mean, if they if they're not Americans, then you know they need to, and if they don't want to support America, then they need to leave. Oh yeah, I you know what So years ago, when I was living in Missoula, there was a demonstration on I think it was the Higgins Street Bridge, and there were all these protesters out there chanting about France and how things are better in France. And I had one of my girlfriends drive across the bridge and I yelled out the window. I said, if you think France is better, you're free to go. That's the point of being in America. You have the freedom. They can go to France if they're happy or they're right. Yep. Yeah. They can go to Venezuela too because they, they think Venezuela is a paradise. Go straight. No, it's not. Yeah, no, well, Venezuela's got their own issues right now. Yes, but, they uh, do. But like, but like Bernie Sanders was saying, talking about Venezuela, he wants America to be like Venezuela. Look what they're going through. And the same thing they're going through, they're trying to put America through. Mm-hmm. I'll be damned if, if I give them my country. They're trying to put would, America I, into the wood chopper, guys. I would die on this hill. Like I keep telling people, even, I don't care if you're blind in the wheelchair, you still, can, you still have a voice and you still can fight. Okay? We didn't, we didn't ask for this fight. But damn it, we're going to finish it. Okay? If you're a patriot, come on now. Stand up and do something. Uh, you're right. I hope these new bullets work that I got. They oh, better God. Be <laughs> Holy <laughs> rubber. Way on. Heck no. <laughs> you better um, give him some rubber bullets in it. No, these are. I, I, have nothing, I, have nothing, I have no non-lethal rounds. Everything I have is will kill you. So, Leon, you should clarify for Abby about how you're a gun enthusiast so she realizes you're not some nut. Oh, yeah. Trust me, he's no nut. Trust. Abby, I don't know if you've seen previous episodes of The Blind View, but but um, Leon is just one of our our proud um, Second Amendment um, supporters oh, here on cool. The Blind View. But on a previous episode, he, like, he showed off his entire gun collection and talked about each gun and stuff. It was a really a fascinating episode. Oh, well, then I'll go back and watch it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I it's number 13. But I do have, um, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily want a gun because I don't, but I do support those who do choose to have one and, and who do choose to carry. Mm-hmm. Amen, sister. I Good. do it. I tell, I got to tell people, I don't go anywhere unarmed. I don't care. Kick me out I, if, if you find it, but... I would have go patronize another business because, you know, like I, like I told Becca and, and Joetta before, how I got in trouble last year um, at my dialysis clinic when that nurse told on me, told the manager, and she was like, basically, you know, I asked her, so what, what happens if we get robbed in the lobby? Went on a ride. She Basically, she told me, you know, well, we hope that don't happen. Well, I hope a hurricane don't hit Houston again either, but you know what? I'll prepare for it. That's right. So... Mm-hmm. I just found a better way to hide it, but I'll be damned if I go, because I leave my house at 4.30 in the morning to go go to dialysis. What? Uh-uh, no. I'm not going to go anywhere, especially that time of morning, unarmed. And crime is getting bad. It's getting worse and worse. Heck no. Yeah, you're not safe. Even in the little towns, like I live in a, I live in a very small town, and, I mean, there's things going on even here where you just, it's, it's not safe anymore. I mean, I have grandchildren, and I fear for sometimes those kids taking the bus and things by themselves, you know, when they go to school and stuff. 
used to be a blind person can go anywhere and not be worried about being attacked or whatever. Now, being a blind person, you might as well walk around with a bullseye on your back saying, come get me. Because uh-huh. nowadays, it's just not safe anywhere. You, you, you see these idiots are going to people's houses, neighborhoods and waking them in, and throwing rocks at their houses through, through the windows and, and with, with bullhorns. God, let it, please let it happen here. I'm just begging, please let it happen here. Please just give me one so I can make an example. I just want to make an example. Please do not mess with God, not out. What'd you say, Abby? <laughs> I said he better make sure they fall inside and not outside. <laughs> not in Texas. We are... We are a property state. As long as they're on my property, I feel threatened. Oh, well, there you go. That even extends to, to vehicles and any business that I own. But then again, we got to stand the ground law, too, so it, it don't really matter. <laughs> yes. Well, sounds like a little bit more safety protection there than other places. But see, Abby, see, Austin... It's a shithole now. It's a liberal. It's basically all Portland, Oregon, and here in here in Texas, our, our state capital. They are they are rising up there, but they know where to do with that. They know not. They know not to go to the suburbs of Texas. They're not. They're not that dumb. Right. See, Austin is a is a liberal hellhole. And when that guy got killed a, a, about a month and a half ago, when he when he shot that AK forty seven, the guy in the car shot him. BLM literally sent busloads down to Austin. I mean, like five or six busloads, and they've been rioting ever since. Wow. You know, and me and Joetta, we were, we was in school up there together a, a few years ago around this time. It was yeah. it was peaceful, but now it's it's a it's almost a war zone in Austin now. They've literally de- they've literally defunded the police up there. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't go back. It's happening everywhere. Yep. I called my local police department the other day and I said, I have a message for the officers. And the lady's like, oh, no. And I said, no, ma'am, I want to call you and I want to thank you for your service. Yeah. And she said, thank you. We really appreciate it that, you know, that people are showing their support. You know, maybe if more Americans would call their local police departments and express those feelings, it would help our officers right now. Well, Becca, they do, cause, cause look at all the all the all the thin blue um the blue lives matter rallies that they're throwing all over the country, but they're getting invaded by the by the counter protesters of BLM and Antifa. They have been fist fights in like L.A. and um Hollywood and and in Portland, you know, and in, in New York. A lot York of things City. happening in Atlanta too, weren't there? Oh, it still is. Yeah. You know, heck, I remember after that idiot got shot in the back by the cop because he was. You know, drunk, dr- drinking and driving. You know, about the half the police force called off the next few weeks. You know, and you can literally hear those hear those police calls on YouTube where they just sounded. You know, um, you hear the dispatcher saying, "Is anybody there?" And it's just that's that's scary. Right. You know, uh, uh-uh. uh. I gotta say, if you can protect yourself at all costs, because I say November the fourth, we're gonna be in. It's gonna be a war. Best believe it. Yeah. I mean, you ain't got to have a firearm, but I can know other. You can use um, just that hornet hornet spray or wasp spray. That works just as good as mace. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, it works just as just as good as mace. Mm-hmm. Oh, use bear yeah. mace. That that really works. I had a friend of mine. I I thought she was crazy until I seen her do it. Um, it reminded me of a flamethrower. Oh, with a matching. I mean, with a with a lighter and the and a spray. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Except she got the cheapest can of hairspray they have. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's Aquanet. And <laughs> she turned around one day and she was pissed off at somebody I cannot remember. But out come that can of spray out of her purse. And she held up her bick and she aimed that flame and I went, whoa. She got him too. Right at the back of his pants. I'm like, uh. Remind me never to piss you off. And she just started laughing. She goes, I'm tired of these people messing with me. And she was partially blind in one eye. And that guy was always picking on her. And she had already warned him several times, you ain't got much longer. And she made sure he remembered her. And she called the police and told him what she did. Oh, yeah. Does Does that make him Mr. Hot Pants? (laughs) (laughs) yeah because believe me he had them uh parachute pants on and you know that nylon gets hot it melts yes ma'am and sticks and believe me he was screaming blue bloody murder because his legs were all over with that material stuck in his skin and she did give a fat rat screw in in china believe that and I'm standing there going, OMG. She goes, I'm not running. I'm standing right here. I'm tired of people picking with me. And I warned him and I warned him and I warned him and he kept messing with me. So I had enough. And so, like I said, she called the cops. They showed up. It ain't the first time because she reported him before and the cops wouldn't do anything because literally he hadn't touched her. But this time he did. And so she reacted in the only way she knew how. And they well, couldn't really to defend herself. Exactly. So she didn't own a gun. She didn't own a taser. But she did know how to do something real simple. And the cops couldn't believe that she did that. And they said, prove it. So she did it again in front of the cops. She just through the started spraying and through the flame and then when they seen how far out the flame shot, they kind of went, oh, okay. Joanna, can you demonstrate that on a future episode of The Blind View? I can. Okay. Make sure you're outside. That, I, have a, I have a can of hairspray. <laughs> Make sure you're outside. You have someone that can hold your iPhone or your iPad, you know, to get it? On your- I, will, I will do that. That would be awesome. Well, it's it's freaky. Let me tell you. Whew. Just be careful. I like stuff like that. I love blind folk. That oh yeah, I like that sound. <laughs> but you know, people need to again protect yourself at all costs. It is getting it is getting it's getting worse and worse by the day. These kids they go they're gonna have to learn. See, the problem is too. They never been. They never been punished for. They, they have never been any consequences mm. of their actions since they were kids or ever. Yeah, but Leon, we talked about that. Remember, 
Yeah, but somebody's going. But eventually, they're going to have to get a butt whooping, and I hope and I hope it don't cost them their life. It's already cost a few of them their life, and now you got the federal government arresting them now, and you know how hard it is to get out of a federal government charge. Yep, but see, remember, we talked about that because the whole purpose of them being the way they are is when courts gave them the right to call 911 and saying, my mom or my dad is abusing me. Even if all they did was got their butts whooped. And then, of course, the courts step in and say, we're snatching your kid. And the kid is just doing it to be vindictive or spiteful, or whatever the case may be. Or just a brat. Exactly. Yeah. And from that point on, the government's all up in their face. And excuse me, I'm going to be real blunt. Up their ass with a microscope, okay? Mm-hmm. I told my daughter, she wanted to call the 911 on me, that when they came and got her, they could pack her suitcase, and because if they thought they could do better, they better. Go right ahead. That's what I did to my youngest daughter. I sure did. And to this day, she hasn't talked to me in four years, but guess who don't give a fat rats for in? I'm sorry. She's about to be, she just turned 29. And uh, still wild in the streets. But I, nothing I can do about it because she's well past the age of 25. So whatever, you know, but when she was younger, she kept constantly running away from home, uh, kept trying to steal stuff from the house. Tried to come after me a couple of times. I was like, uh, no, this is not going to fly. Dear God. Joetta, you got my blessing, sweetie. Well, I'm very blessed. My daughter, I mean, yeah, you know, she did some of the regular teenage things, but as far as, you know, taking off and this, that, and whatever, or being way totally disrespectful, I was blessed. She was, she, uh, you know, if she watches this video, hey, uh, I'm going to brag on her because I've seen a lot of kids who have sight and they, mm-hmm. have and they lie to their parents about like mm-hmm. if your mom got out some money and said, what's this? Right. And that kid would say, oh, it's a, it's a 10 when really it was a 20. Mm-hmm. My daughter never, thank God, she never lied to me about money or like reading things to me. Like today, she went to the post office for me because, you know, there's so many social distancing things and whatever that I just asked her if she would take the box and mail it. And right. she didn't hesitate. Yeah, mom, sure. So I'm blessed. I'm very grateful. Well, my daughter ch- never took money from me or anything like that. It's just that her thing with me was school. That was our biggest tug of war. Well, my daughter went to a magnet school and they wanted her there because she got good grades. That's what got me. My daughter is very, very smart, but she chose to waste it. She chose to waste her life like that. And that's what irked me. And I'm like, I'm fighting tooth and nail to keep this girl in school trying to find alternate ways for her to take tests, like oral testing, things like that. She didn't want to do that. Her biggest thing is she didn't want to do homework. And that was my biggest pet peeve. Homework counts for what, 65% of your grade? Something like that, yep. Yeah. Well, back so, then, I don't know now. But this was back then. And I'm like, the teachers would always tell me, 
She knew her material. She'd answer questions in class. But when it come to getting that homework done, uh-uh. And then she'd lie to me saying, well, I got it done, mom. Here's my folder. You can write and sign, sign it off. So okay, speaking I'm of her, guys, speaking of homework and accessibility, um, I remember when my kids were little, trying to help them with their homework as a blind parent was a nightmare. Tell me Did about it. <laughs> same thing? Yes, I, it is. I had lots of problems. I was very blessed to be married to somebody at the time when my daughter was like in grade school and things like that, that would help her with her reading and things because he was sighted. And so he would help her with her reading and um, check her homework and, you know, to make sure that it was done. Mm -hmm. Now, middle school, that was a different story. She just fluffed it off and there you go. Mm -hmm. Which is a pain in the butt all by itself. Well, once they get old enough where they're able to read and you know, do it on their own, as far as I'm concerned, they're really responsible for taking advantage of what's made available to them. But right now, with all of what's been going on since this virus hit, I can understand how it's, it is probably harder for kids right now. Well, the thing that I think for kids right now, I mean, I know my granddaughter has a, a computer from school, and my grandson has an iPad, and they have so many, I don't know how accessible these things are because my daughter doesn't let me do things on their devices, mm -hmm. um, but I, I wonder, you know, how accessible it would be now with everything being e-learning and everything, like they don't even know what a textbook is. Mm -hmm. All their books are on the computer. Or yeah, on the Without it, without it being digital. Abby, do you use an iPad? Yes. Have you have, have you I've, have you explained to your daughter that there are this voiceover on the iPad that your granddaughter uses, so you could be able to help her with it? Um, I I haven't I haven't worked with them with the kids. Uh huh. Because um, like my granddaughter uses a computer. Um. Now, my grandson, I could probably download some of the things on my iPad uh, that he has on his. And, and then kind uh, of sit down with him and maybe interact with him a little bit. Right. Yeah. Right. But I don't think, I don't know that I could put the same thing on my computer that uh, my granddaughter has on hers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can get that, what they use on there. I'd have to find, ask my daughter and then play with it and see if it's accessible. Or I could even maybe call the school. Yeah, I was gonna say, Yeah, that sounds like the fastest avenue. Because the teacher having been called, I don't know what your, your daughter's level of education is, but the teacher definitely has been out to college, so she might be a little bit more open to the idea of a blind person that these devices can actually be made accessible, right? You know? <laughs> right. That's well, and it may help a future student. Uh -huh. well, well, Abby, I'm in college right now, and I look at me, I'm still going through crap. You know, I just got so off the phone. How does it work for you? Do you get well, digital books? Yeah, uh -huh, but the thing is, you know, like me and Joe had discussed it, it, it's this damn math. 
You know, I don't see why, what's so hard about, you know, the school assigning me a tutor, you know, because my um, the tutoring department at my school, they do stupid crap. They can only work with you for 30 minutes, and they won't help you with your homework, but they'll help you with a similar problem. Well, hell, I'm blind. I need somebody to help me sit there with me and do, you know, help me do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the problem. That's why me, the state, um, my, I mean, my state counselor and my um, my my ADA counselor at school, we've been we've been trying to, you know, throwing stuff against the wall, see what's going to stick. You know, a little a little bit of it does stick, but then again, here comes my school. Well, we can't do this. We can't do that. Well, heck, we even we even put out, you know. My, my, I mean, the state will pay you. <laughs> right. The state will pay somebody. We really put it out there. We, we will pay you 20 bucks an hour or more if need be. Right. You know, and the thing about it, I, I, what the only problem is, everybody wants to do it virtually. No. You know, I need, I need person-to-person tutoring. Because, again, Jaws is not that good with math stuff. Oh, no. I keep you telling people a that. Writer? The best way to do math is a Braille writer, Braille paper, and a Braille book. Yeah, that way but, you can see it. Yeah, or but, feel those, it. but those people they still don't want to do it person to person because I need the tutoring and everything. It's not like I want I can't learn. I even went out and bought stencil letters and, and numbers. Come on, I mean I'm ready to go right now. You know, right. but the thing is, is just I'm doing all I'm doing all the work here. Do you know trying to find people or find it an accessible way to do stuff. All I need, all I need somebody to do is to come in and get paid and tell me what I'm doing wrong with the math. You know, I mean, they will pay 20 bucks an hour or more. And the other right. problem is you got these tutoring agencies that are greedy. You know, they want 65 bucks an hour or more. I'm like, good God, man. You know, I'm like, boy, I just want to be, but that's the way you, Where you are people pay. just want to help somebody get you know, a future. I mean, people just don't, I mean, most people nowadays, I mean, Becky, that's, I mean, that's my question. You know, where are the people that just want to do some good like you, you know, you've done a lot of good that I know of. And where are people like that? They get shunned out. They get silent. Abby, I believe there's plenty of good people in this world. The problem is they've been kicked in the teeth a lot, and they, they're, they're wondering if it's really worth being good and nice anymore, you know? Right. Well, well I'm grateful. I, I, I'm grateful. I have to be good to everybody, so. Well, the thing about that, Abby, too, again, like, like my counselor at school, she's great. She's trying to she's, she's fought tooth and nail for me about this stuff with the tutor. And stuff. She's even went out her way and got volunteers from the from the honor society to come help me, you know, and made them sign contracts to help me so so, so they can get their hours, their volunteer hours still, you know. And and my school look they look down upon that. I'm like, why? She she didn't have to do that. Hey, Leon, have you, do you use Bookshare at all for your books? Oh yeah, I I just renewed my subscription the other day. Do you, do you find that a lot of the books you need are available on there? Yes and no, because you know how these schools do. Well, Bookshare might have the, the fifth edition. The school might want the eighth edition. And like I found out, if nothing's really changed, all they did was change the chapters around. Oh. That's basically what they do. They just change the chapters around, or they might add a chapter. That's, 
That's the only difference. <coughs> you know, I just I just found out my, my teacher syllabus, you know, then I go get the book and then me and my, my technology person at the school, we just, you know, we just copy and um, paste on, onto my flash drive. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you, you got blind folk that are willing to learn and do, and do all the work to help themselves learn. It's just decided people, they just don't, they just don't care. You know, like my math department, I, I was lied to in front of the chancellor last year when we had that big old, that big old conference meeting. You know, lied to, and then, and then you try to call the math department, they're not there. I'm like, so why, why are you even getting paid? Mm-hmm. You know, to the point, I'm about to, I'm about to get a lawyer and, and file a big lawsuit. I'm really close to doing it. I bet you that move in. You know, Leon, I, I, I know what you're going through. I've been there. I've tried um, college beyond high school a couple of times, and it is very frustrating. I know what you're going through, my friend. Go ahead and vent. I just wish I had some sage advice to offer you. I just, it's a very I mean, frustrating situation. I mean, you know, when there's a window, you know, if somebody closes the door, a window opens up somewhere else, you know, mm. to the point I might have to transfer. You know, and show them like, hey, y'all have lost all this money because because of your stupidity. You know, then they want to go back to the drawing board and start everything over. What do we mess up at? Well, you messed up by not communicating. That's 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 for starters. You know, but again, I'm limited to the point. I'm about to again call up a lawyer or call the local um new, my news affiliate here and have a what's that what they call it that. Undercover thing, <laughs> you're about to get that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know, but I again, I've been I've been fighting this for over a year now with this tutoring thing for math. Are they treating all their disabled students this way? <clears throat> no, I think it is just the visually impaired. But because you got stu- you have students that are in wheelchairs and students that are that are other they have other disabilities. And they accommodate them, but mostly it's the teacher that does the accommodating. It's not the it's not the, the department chairs. It's the teachers that do it. You know, I won't my whole time in school, I won't have one bad teacher that, that didn't want to comply. And that was in my that was in chemistry. He just didn't want to comply. You know, I dropped out and I complained about it. Now he's gone. Hey you know? Leon, excuse me for a moment, my friend. Someone sounds like they're in distress. Joetta, are you okay? Yeah, just you sure? Mm-hmm. You sure? You don't mean I've just been coughing like I normally do. Okay, I'm all right. But, but you know, <laughs> that... I'm okay. I just want to make sure Abby's okay. I thought it was Joetta that I heard, but I just want to make sure Abby's okay as well. I'm good too. I'm good. Okay. Thank you. Okay, go ahead, Leon. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Well, you know, it's just, it's sad, you know, but only reason I've been getting through because I have other people that I know at the school, especially my, my work supervisor, you know, she's been there for, for a long time since she's been giving me, you know, tips on what to do. And then again, I got, you know, she, she took me to people that, um, that can get stuff done for me and I'm, and I'm blessed because I have her like that, you know, I'm, I thank God that I got that, you know, God put her in my life because of that. You know, 
And now I've been getting a lot of help because of her, but you know, but still it's an uphill battle. But I'm not just doing it for myself, I'm doing it for other visually impaired students too. I just wish other I just wish other blind students would, would get on board with it. You know, I can't fight this fight alone. You know, Leon, you're absolutely right. That's something I know as a member of the National Federation of the Blind. Every single day, when we go out and do things as blind people, we are making the way better for other blind people and other disabled people. So I'm, I'm proud of you, Leon, for you know pushing ahead even through all the adversity you're dealing with. And your conventions this week. What'd you uh -huh. say, Abby? The NFB of Arizona convention. Is that this week? I believe so. They had really? the rookie round up last night. The Arizona? Oh, yeah, I think they're doing it virtually. Yes. Yeah. Are you a lot be of NFB conventions are doing them virtually this year. Abby, are you going to be at the AZ virtual convention? Um, no, I'm not going to be at the convention. A friend of mine uh, goes to a lot of them to see how he's very tech savvy oh. and runs a lot of Zoom sessions and he's running the conferences uh, oh. like the NFB of Indiana and NFB of Alaska and Ohio and um, he helps with a lot of the different conventions. Oh, that's cool. So he See, was there the last night. We could do it more as blind folks is network with one another. We have that, I hate to say it, we have a lot of that clickish mentality, uh -huh. you know, I, I can't stand that we're all in the same boat together. Well, to me, I am clickish. As long as you're blind, dude, I'll hang out with you. <laughs> but I'm saying a lot of, you have a lot of, you have a, I've seen me and Joe have, have witnesses. I'm not going to say where. Heck, I see it even in my hometown right here. I, I cannot stand that. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's hard because you have to, like, like you told me, Beth, when, you, when I first started talking, we first started doing the view. Uh -huh. about how, you know, blind people just make excuses for themselves. No, 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 no. Don't do that. And you have that, and that, and that kind of um, mentality is spreads to other blind folk, that crab in the barrel mentality. No, we're in this together. But they don't want to, ugh, I can't stand it. That's all I got to say about that. That the victim mentality. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are right. The thing that gets me about a lot of people is if you're blind in your community, they automatically think that you know every blind person in your community. Uh, <laughs> half the time, I don't know. Yes, been there. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know that person. Well, didn't you? They're blind. Didn't you go to school with them? Or didn't, don't you oh, hang MG, out? are you serious? Yes. Oh, wow. Like I'm, I tell you, I'm, you know how the acute news. Now, in Montana, where I'm from, that's usually true because the blind community in Montana is so small, we have to stay closely connected to, you know, keep tabs on each other. So in Montana, most blind people do have at least heard of other blind people in Montana. Mm -hmm. Well, I tell them, you know, look how big Houston is. Or look, or look how big the state of Texas is. You know, <laughs> I mean, how am I supposed to meet every blind, know every blind person unless I even meet? unless I hang out with them, you know. I, heck, I went to, at my school, you know, I've literally sat next to a blind person, didn't know that they were going to school there. I'm like, I'll be damned. It's a small world. <laughs> I love the blind community, you guys. Every time, I, like, 
When I was with my husband, I was really stir crazy and feeling tied down. And so for a while before I left him, I was literally flying to states I'd never been to before to NFB conventions just to meet other blind people and to have really cool experiences, right? And I have to tell you guys, blind people rock, dude. Yes. Blind, like I tell people, blindness is just a characteristic of my, I'm, that doesn't define who I am. That's just a characteristic that I have. Right. Blind people are adventurous. We are creative. We're problem solvers, guys. I mean, that's like when we, um, you know, people say, you know, we're visually impaired. And I say, I'm sorry, I'm not impaired. You know, I'm inconvenienced. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, Joanna. I'm, and I, I, I'll, I'll go one step worse. This one lady come up to me and goes, oh, baby, I'm so sorry for you. And I looked at her real funny. I said, why are you feeling sorry for me? I didn't die. My life didn't stop. The world still moves, and so do I. I still do what I do. I still live the way I live. The only difference is I can't see everything that I used to see. I'm not sorry. I'm still alive, so I thank God every day for what I got. And then I walked away. Her mouth dropped. Yeah, you know, speaking of that, you know, um, you know, again, when I was at when I was at my job last, was it late? Yeah, yeah, last year. You know, one of the other ladies that worked there, she was surprised at what I do, my hobbies, and she, I know she looked at me funny because I told her, you know, my work supervisor. Like, hey, when I leave, I got to go to the, you know, got to go to the gun range or to the gun store to get some ammo. And she's like, how are you going to do that? Uh, the way I've been doing it for the last, for the last several months, go there and pay for the ammo and leave. Duh. Like, you know, I get, I get that look all the time. Like, you shoot guns? Yeah, I, I can fish too and hunt just like anybody else. Do you have some vision? Nope. You're a total and you go out here and go hunt and shoot guns. Yep. You'd be surprised at what can be done, trust mm -hmm. me. Oh, I mean, I'm not doubting it. I'm that I'm but I'm at all. I'm like, oh yeah, can I learn? Yep, I got my license to carry too. You have your what? My license to carry. Oh nice. I think somebody should do a gun safety course for blind people because a lot of blind people are just scared to I've been thinking them. about I've been thinking of that. Because mm -hmm. I was gonna do um last well before Corona thing, you know, screw it. I'm gonna call it with the sweet and sour flu. That's what it's called. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I've heard it all now. Taking no money. Thanks, um, at my school, um, my school has my school has over 33 different um locations. And so the thing was, what I was at. Um, a lot of a lot of young women have been getting robbed. It's very dangerous there. And I'm thinking about doing a self-defense thing before this favorite thing went 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 south. And I'm still thinking about doing it because it's still well. When everything goes back up, it's still gonna be dangerous. Heck, heck, it's still dangerous now. It's just the school is just closed because right across the street is a is a busy Walmart. And I'm a girl that that I worked with. She got robbed at that Walmart. You know, so. I really want to think, still think about doing that. But you gave me an idea back about doing it for blind, you know, a self-defense thing for, for, for blind individuals. 
Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the thing is, will they come and do it? Because I got a lot of people that tell me they want to do something, and then they don't want to do it. You know, Leah, just find the proper authorities to talk to about getting started on it. I would say go for it. Just advertise, see how many people want to participate and stuff. You know, it never hurts to try, and it definitely sounds like something that needs to be done. Yeah, because I got a lot. No offense, Abby, but you, you're not the only one, you know, about that, you know, vision impact, well, blind folk that are scared to, you know, about guns. It's nothing to be afraid of. Just got to respect them. That's all. I mean, I've shot a gun before. Mm-hmm. You know, I've shot a gun. My ex-husband taught me how to load, taught me how to, um, I didn't learn how to break it down and all that kind of thing and clean it. Uh, but I did learn how to load. I did know to unload it. And, you know, you keep your bullets separate than your gun and all this kind of thing and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I, I really, I would, I would like to be one of those people who could say I'm a blind carrier of, you know, I would because... Well, that, that's a guy on, on YouTube that I saw. Well, well he was on, on that on that on CNN, that Communist News Network. It pissed me off because you had people at the at the in the comment section making fun of him. You know, he got us. You know, he was learning how to shoot. Talking about, you know, why not? Why not make him a police officer? I'm trying to be funny, you little asshole. But that's okay. You'll learn. The little piece of shit. But that's the way people. That's the way a lot of side of people see us. We can't do anything. Only thing I can't do is drive a car yet. That's the only thing I can't do. You know what, Leon? We're right on the verge of being able to drive cars. So really, the only thing I think we can do is perform brain surgery at this point. Yes, you can. With them glasses, you can. I'm, I'm just waiting for them to, to come out with a bionic eye. I'm just waiting. Right. So before long, you know what? Maybe it's time for us to start planning on the first blind president of the United States of America. No, not that yet. you <laughs> <laughs> Where we had our first blind um, me, I mean, governor of, of New York a few years ago. Oh, really? Who was yeah, that? I think, I think that was Pataki. Pataki? Yeah, he, oh, he, was legally, he was legally blind. That's but cool. Uh-huh. See, what made but me mad when I was sighted, huh? Was he a high partial? Say what now? Was he a high partial? Uh, what does that mean? She asked him, was he totally blind or was he like partially sighted? I think he was partially sighted. Yeah. But they I, were making fun of him. There's absolutely no They're reason why a totally blind person could not be a governor of a state though, Abby. FYI. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say they couldn't. It's just you have to depend on what state you're in and how the politics work there. You know, but it, it made me mad when I was sighted and I and I seen Saturday Night Live make, making fun of him. I'm like, that's, dude, that's not, that's not cool, man. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's okay. Hey, not look at New York. It's a goddamn war zone. I wouldn't yeah. even, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, hell no. I wouldn't even see my worst enemy there. Well, with them letting all those prisoners back out, I thought that was pretty damn stupid in his part in the first place. Well, Why let them back that, out on the street? Not only that, they have, they have no bail in New York City. I know. They literally are, they literally are, are committing um, crazy crimes and literally been put out w- within a few hours because that idiotic um, mayor did that no bail reform. I'm talking about because people of color, they can't afford bail. Well, hell, don't commit the crime. Duh. As simple as that. 
but why you think New York has a 258% crime increase at around the same time last year? <laughs> literally, women, no offense, but literally women are getting raped in broad daylight now. Damn shame, man. If you get, if you can get the hell out. Well, not you know, not us, but my music man, his boy is in New York, and I'm really worried about him. What part, New York City, or just? Um, I think it's New York City. Oh yeah. I don't. Well, I don't I know. Whole... Leon, did you watch any of the videos with Norman? Um, like he did his VIP and. I think he was on a blind view episode before you ever came on. Um, Norm, so Norm lives here in Phoenix and his son is in New York city. And I know I'm really concerned about Luther. Um, my, my boyfriend and my sister and I think the world of Luther and we have an extra room here in the house. And we actually extended the invitation that Luther would have a place to stay if he wants to come back and see his dad. Right. So mm -hmm. we're just waiting to hear, but like, because of what's going on in New York right now, it's hard to well, get Well, you remember last week when Tim was on, when he said, you know, he was walking his dog in Atlanta, those two mm -hmm. black idiots walked up to him and said, you know, that's um, a, a symbol of slavery because he had a black, a black um, guy dog. I'm like, that guy, ooh. If I was there, man, I was, good, good thing I wasn't there, man, because that, that really pissed me off when he told me that. Mm -hmm. You know, good God, man. It's a God dog. And they're taking things way too far. It's not like you can pick the color of your guide dog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I could imagine if I was running down the street with a blonde dog, I'm, what am I doing? No, you Joy, you would have been okay. You would have been okay, but the thing, because of what Tim's race, ethnicity is. I know. Right? That's I have the to problem. I have to disagree with you guys about picking the how you can't pick the color of your guide dog. I've actually had people tell me about blind people who have dyed the hair of their guide dogs. That's dangerous, really? though. That's yeah, dangerous, uh, and it looks horrific from what I hear. Yeah, they yeah, do the most ridiculous things. Yeah, but that's dangerous for the dog. I agree, and that's stupid. That's vanity. That's what that is. Plain and simple. That is vanity. I say God makes our animals and makes people and, you know, we are what he makes us. That's it. Oh, yeah. I know what you want to talk about next, Becca. What's I know that? exactly what you want to talk about. What? Trump getting nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So I heard it on the news. I think it was a guy in Switzerland nominated President Trump for the Nobel Peace Prize. What? Well, that's what they give it as Switzerland. That's where it's um. Is that where what the award ceremony is at? Nobel mm -hmm. Peace Prize. Um, uh -huh. but, yeah. So President Trump has been nominated. I think it's great. Well, look what he's done. You know, again, remember last time I said, you know, he he um did a peace treaty. I mean, a peace deal between Israel and and United Arab Emirates. Mm -hmm. And now he did, I think the other day, he did a peace deal between, Bo between Bosnia and Kosovo. They've been fighting for decades. Oh. You know, and now he did a peace treaty between them, you know, and they, they still don't like it. You know, hell, Obama got a, um, a Nobel Prize before he was even president. <laughs> all, he did was get, all he did was get elected and he, and he got a, um, a Nobel Peace Prize. 
<laughs> for not doing anything but being the first black president. That's all he did. And you know, got that's, a Nobel Peace Prize. That, that kind of backwards thinking reminds me of some of the stuff I experienced early on in my blindness where people treated me a certain way because I was blind, right? You know mm-hmm. what I'm getting at? And, mm-hmm. and it, really, it really takes away from the authenticity of the person if you focus on something that's irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like their skin well, color or like their disability or something like that. You know what well, I mean? Well, are, Beth, are, that's what the left wants to do. That's why they got Kamala Harris up there because I know it's a, it's, a snow, it's a slim chance that they'll get elected. But we still got to go out and vote just to remind everybody out there. But um, as they say that Biden gets elected, they're going to push him out for Kamala, um, for Kamala Harris so she could be the first supposedly woman of color and the first woman president. You know, they all trying to be the first thing. The next thing you know, it's going to be the first, you know, the first Hispanic president. We're going to be they're going to get praised for that. The first LGBTQ president. Who cares? I don't care. Okay, you do your job. That's all I care about. I don't care exactly. what skin color you are or your sexual orientation. What uh, what can you do? I could care less, you know, how you were born. I don't care. You know, are your policies going to help me or and help out this country? But as we can see, those Democratic policies do not help anybody out. Just saying. Just saying. Well, I think the president has done good things. And I support him because he is our president. But I also think that he has made a few decisions that, you know, are questionable. But I think that's the case with all of our presidents. And that's exactly my point. And there's one sitting in that chair. We're not. Abby, Abby, would you like to bring up a questionable decision that he's made to discuss with the panel? Or do you want to just leave it at that? No, I'll just leave it. Okay, Um, I just wanted to invite more conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I mean, not right off the top of my head. I can't, you know, but. Okay, well, like when he took and I understand he has his um, hotel or his, you know, his Florida home. And but when he had, you know, was moving back and forth from the White House to Florida and he had to have protection at the White House. He had to have protection in Florida. You know, uh, keep yourself in the White House. You know, you don't have to have multiples. You know, stay in your house. Um, Abby? Yes. Every president has owned a house somewhere else other than just the White House. You really can't fault him for owning a house in Florida. He couldn't, he no, had before he became president. No, I don't fault him for having the home. I mean, he also had a home in New York, you know, which I don't fault him for he doesn't having have it anymore. I think I fault, the thing I faulted was that every time you turn around, he was using, you know. Oh, Mar-a-Lago. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And he was security? Pardon? Are, are you concerned because he was using security or was he using like? Well, he's using your tax, tax dollars to get back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and has to pay all these security. 
Okay, I, so honestly, I don't know how much back and forth President Trump did between the White House and any residents of his anywhere, but I did want to point out that all of our presidents, like I remember GW had a house, uh, what, where's his house at? Like, Texas. Down, so, yeah, and so like, GW would go to his house. I think President Obama had a house in in Chicago, so I'm I sure guess, his, his family went back to see it, you know? It just makes sense. I guess maybe... I guess maybe they make and a because big, they're the president, they need to be protected no matter where they're going, you know? Right. I get that. But I just, to me, I guess they maybe make, make a bigger deal of it. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it's Trump. That's the problem. Because he's successful and he has homes out there. Well, and that might be why. I mean, so thank mm-hmm. you for bringing, you know, bringing that to my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. And I, I see what you're saying, Abby, because on the surface, it does look that way. But I just wanted to share with yes. you a different perspective on it of what probably is actually going on. Because I see, I remember feeling the same way with other presidents when mm-hmm. I would watch the news and they were doing all this stuff, going to all these other properties they had. And I used to think, what is that all about? But then I thought about it and I realized, you know, they haven't been the president their whole life. They had a home somewhere before they became president and it will be their home again when they're done being president. So right. it's their home and they still have to go visit it well what makes me mad what makes me mad um i didn't mean to cut you off abby but look at michelle obama you know when she was at the dnc talking about oppression i'm like lady you're doing um you're in your basement of your 20 million dollar estate at martha's vineyard don't (laughs) tell me about oppression okay yeah i don't want to hear that about oppression when you heck i couldn't even pay i couldn't afford to, to cut your yard Okay, <laughs> you know, it's about, and that, what oppression? You know, again, I want to see. I want to see what laws on the books that says um a black person can do it, or a person of color can do anything in this country. I want to see the law, and you know what? No one can can point it out. What law in this country you can do? Even a blind person again can become an engineer, you know, right. or whatever. But they don't see that though. Because um, that's all the left says is race, 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 race. At that stupid Democratic convention, that's all you heard. You oppressed, you oppressed. Racism. They, ra- I'm like, they, they want everybody, the, the left wants everybody to feel like they're a victim of somebody else's oppression and that the left can make it right for them. Just and I got tired of being told I was a victim. I realize I'm not a victim. I'm a conqueror and a survivor. Yes, ma'am. But that's the problem. You can that why I think a lot of those kids are rioting now. You know, that's that's part of that. They tell me they want to be like the champions of black people. No, get out my way, leave me alone, and so I can do what I want to do. So why are you so you're um a, a champion for black people, so why are you tearing down black people's business? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, right. there's a what I like I've been saying that there's always been a big agenda with that. But you know. It's, it's crazy out there. They're trying to overthrow this government. They're trying to tear down America from, they, they just want to get rid of America. Like you said, if you don't like it, leave. You know, give up your citizenship and go to whatever country you think is better. But you know what the funny thing about it? They can't tell you what country is better. <laughs> they can't tell you, like, you, you go ask them, so what country is better than America? Uh... Well, you know that. No, no, no. Come on, you should already know it. If you if you think that's a better country, point it out, and I will send. I will personally send you there with my own money and see and tell me how you how you like it. 
and stay there for three years and tell me how you like it. Because if you can't, if you don't like it, then you can't. I'm sorry, you can't come back. Sorry for you, but like I said, we have to fight for our country. Because if this country ever becomes socialist, the disabled are the first to go. Yeah, we all will be one of the first to go. The elderly. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I say, please, please fight. But you got a lot of blind folk that just don't, they don't like politics. I don't know why. I mean, you get affected more than anybody. But but the thing about it, too, a lot of um, blind folk, they vote left. They really do. Mm-hmm. It's See, sad. I think, I think it depends on the person. I mean, because I myself... There are times, you know, when I'll vote Republican, and then there are times I will vote Democrat. So I, I tell them, I said, I guess I'm probably an independent because. Mm-hmm. Abby, can you tell me what, what issues are important to you that you look for them when you're choosing your candidate? Um, I mean, I'll admit, there was a time when I would watch and, you know, when they say, oh, I'll do this for you, I'll do that for you. I think. I try to go back and do the research and see what they've done. You thank know. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and depending on if I believe in what they've done, like for example, Senator Luger from Indiana, uh, God rest his soul, um, you know, he did a lot in um, public housing, you know, with with getting Section 8 and, or, you know, uh, oh, what's that called? Housing Urban Development, you know, the HUD system. Mm-hmm. And that was back, you know, in the 80s. And I was young and, you know, he was a senator from, he became one of our state senators and he was a senator forever. And, I mean, I, and Ronald Reagan, you know, it's, standing up for what you believe and it's it doesn't it's I mean I can't really say one issue because you know yes I want health care you know thank God I have health care you know and that's an important thing to me due to I have pre-existing conditions um I I want to make sure we are able to have a home you know people are able to afford their homes and um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a matter of, you know, doing your research. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, on that, Abby, look at Biden. He's been in office, you know, he's been a, polit- a politician for 47 years and he's done nothing. Only thing he's done was a 94 crime bill, which like a lot, which got a lot of black men locked up. Okay. On, on simple, on simple crap. You know, and um, I can I can show you the video of what he said. He said no, Nick. Uh, I had just no n words for um. I I got I got to show you the video of what he said. This is clearly Biden that said it. No n words and no n words in, in our schools. No n words anywhere. He literally said that. You know, and my my I mean, God, and you people, huh? That's straight up disrespectful. Yeah, I mean that's he, straight he, up. He literally rude. said that. I think in the seventies. 70s or 80s. No, it was the 70s. I'm sorry, the 70s. He literally I mean, said if people, 
If people in sports can get kicked out of the sport or out of broadcasting sports for using the N-word or repeating that somebody used the N-word, I think that should go, and that should be an example. But, but, but Adam, that's Aaron. the thing. That's the thing. Look, look who he's – he's a – he's – Biden's not moderate. He's totally left now. They're not, they don't care now. You know, what they say, rules for thee, well, but not for me. Even, if he – I mean, and I'm using this as a quote, not as my personal view. Mm-hmm. But, if he, but if he doesn't support N-words, then why does he have Kamala Harris as his vice, running as his vice? Because it's pandering. It's all, it's all of this is pandering. You know, every four years, you see the left, the, the left just pander to, to, to black people like it ain't nothing. You know, Hillary, back in 2016, when she said she carries hot sauce in her purse. You know, come on, man. Or, you know, during the um, debates last year, when, um, what's in the mayor of, you know, um, South Bend, Indiana, um, Pete Booty Judge, or I forgot, I never yeah, said his last name right. Yes, he literally went to um to the projects in New York City, and and, and sipped a forty ounce out of a bag like he really does that. Wow, you know, come on, I'm tired of the pan. And the other guy that was the um former governor or something, he was running for governor or something, but he was running for president last year. He had juvenile, you know, the rapper from New Orleans singing back that thing up on stage doing doing it um like he really listened to rap music, right. You know, or like Joe Biden did a couple weeks ago with with Cardi B. You know, that idiot, she can't even spell, um, she can't even say politics, right? She calls it politics. Oh, oh, oh. Politics. Yeah, po- politics. yeah, I'm like, you, you can't even say politics, right? But you want to tell me about um, free education? I'm like, you moron. Why were you, why were you saying free education when Obama was in office? You didn't care. Only when Trump is doing it. You know, dear God, I think, man. I mean, I think I think every president has their positives, and every president has their negatives. And either way we go, I think that they, you know, because when President Trump was elected, you know, everybody's like, oh no, 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 he's Trump, he's Trump, he's Trump, whatever, you know. No, you cannot just call him Trump because he is President Trump. Well, that's the problem, people. And he deserves that respect, whether you like him or not. But, um, Abby, did, did you ever watch those, those those YouTube videos of people that, that when they announced that Trump, that President Trump had won the election, how uh, they were going crazy? They literally were screaming. They were literally screaming, talking about, "You better fix this shit right now! Or I'm gonna do something." Literally, people were saying that. I, I kid you that there was video after video on that on YouTube. And what's that lady on the View? What's her name? Joy Behar. She literally, she literally had a panic attack when it, when he when she found out that President Trump had won, Florida. She literally had a, she literally had a, she was she was having a meltdown. Oh wow! And you have you still got newscast after newscaster up there doing the same thing. Cause I can't believe this. Well, my, you know, the elections hmm? are what they are, and once it, it's kind of like you know, once the elect, electoral college puts in their votes, and you know it's. It's done. Well, the thing about it too, you have a lot of um, delegates. They don't even over a thousand said they're not voting for for Biden. These are delegates. Well, here's the thing: the delegates shouldn't be saying things like "I'm not voting for anybody" at this point, because my understanding is they're supposed to vote based on how the electorate comes out, right? They're supposed yes. to, but but they still hold the power too to 
to relinquish their, those electoral votes to you too. Yes, ma'am. They do have, that. They are supposed to vote the way their state their state <clears throat> votes. Mm -hmm. but, but I don't but think like, they always do. No, because they they do not. The problem is Biden has gone so left now. He's just not come out against the riots. Only reason why, because again, I don't trust the poll. I never did do trust the poll numbers. Um, now that they find that he's losing, heck, he's he's always been losing, but he didn't know that. But now he's, you know, riots are bad. You know, riots are bad. It's too late now. You created this monster. Now you can't even destroy it. Now we have to destroy it now. Mm -hmm. You know, you should you should nipped it in the bud back in May. You know, it's too late now. And Kamala Harris, look at her record. She was a she was a horrible prosecutor in California. Horrible. Mm -hmm. How dare you talk about you should smoke weed back in the day in college, which which was a lie. Um, but you become a prosecutor and you lock up so many men behind that. You know what a total hypocrite. But then again, you didn't do it though. So, you know, again. I can't trust anything that comes out of California. I'm sorry, I can't do it. I can't wait till after the election because I, I'm so pissed off at the communists who are trying to take over. But Becca, I, that's the thing, it ain't gonna be over. These, you heard what Biden said, if you don't let me, riots are still gonna go on. He, that, that's a threat. Yeah, but listen, after the election, I think, I think these Democratic governors who have been refusing to let Trump bring in the military to stop the rioting and stuff, I think they'll be forced to let President Trump come, you know, bring the military in at that point. Well, um, well. Like, right, now, right now they're playing politics, but they won't be able to do that anymore after the election. Someone's going to have to stop it and take control. Well, you can't come in here because you're violating or whatever. But well, look what happened in Kenosha. Has the right to protect the American people. Would you say the governor, the governor of Wisconsin, had no choice but to let Trump send in the troops, them the military in. And as soon as he did it, the riots stopped. <laughs> as soon as he brought him in, the riots just magically stopped. You know, but you have other gov. Um, look at the governor of, of Oregon. Over a hundred nights of riots, and it's still going. A hundred nights since since the, since the end of May. But see, after the election, after Trump has won again, and these Democratic governors realize that there's no point in doing this, you know, to try to persuade the electorate, don't you but think that they'll have to let the, the army no. into? Mm -mm. That's why I say. That's why I said November fourth is going to be the. They're going to um Becca. The last um our last election after Trump was announced that he won, they literally rioted. The news just didn't cover. They they rioted. Up even here in Houston, they did it a little bit, but in LA and and in DC, they those those ride they were riding up and down the street, tearing up stuff and setting stuff on fire because Trump got elected. They said it's going to be a lot worse. <clears throat> you know, I'm just saying, please be. After I tell people, man, please be on your, please be on the lookout. If anything looks suspicious, say something or do something or. Dear God, because I, I know come once they announce who, who won the election, I will literally be sitting in the living room on, on my phone with my precious babies ready to go. I'm ashamed to admit to you guys that the other day I asked my cameraman to remove my Trump Pence sign from my yard so that my family and I would not be targeted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that yeah. would 
bothered me that I felt like I had to do that. Well, that again, again, that that's what the, that's from the comes from the from the the leftists. They want they they can't sit down and have a decent conversation with people. That's the problem. Because look at these college campuses. Any conservative, they beat them up or they 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 shut them down. You know that, that's that's not fair. You know, but the colleges let them do it. That's why I said I I'm I'm really debating about going to university now because I will probably be in prison right now because I'll probably have to put a whooping on one of them little snot-nosed kids for telling me I can't do what I want to do. Who are you to tell me what I can't do? Heck, I pay taxes, you little punk. Mm-hmm. You know, but that comes, like you said, Joetta, not getting that behind the whoop when they were younger, not, no, no consequences. But, mm-hmm. life, but it's kind of funny, life will, life will put a whooping on you, whether you want one that or not. That ain't no lie. That ain't no lie. Okay. Because these kids think, you know, I got, I got this this gender studies degree in an underwater basket weaving, that is a degree, go look it up. And Rutgers <laughs> University, underwater basket, that's stupid, but they got that degree. Was that class you were gonna take? Hell no. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be sitting underwater trying to weave no basket. What do I look like, some doggone snail? Please. <laughs> but hell, that's just people trying to, that's just, you know, schools lying to these kids. Oh, just get a degree and you're gonna become, no, bulls crap. Okay, and that's and that's why you got a lot of these kids talking about it's not fair out there. But look, but look what degree you got. You want you now you're over a hundred thousand dollars in debt and stupid crap. Well, you know what? I remember growing up in the '80s and hearing you ha- you're going to have to go to college and get a degree in order to do anything worthwhile in life. So maybe they just got part of the message and not the whole thing. Well, that you are right about that, Becca. But see what a, that. Just like we discussed before on, on another view about the about these vocational programs in school that that's well that they've taken them out to urban schools, but the suburban schools still have them. But like my school, they were they were literally taking us out of automotive and, and stuff for um college for college prep classes. I'm like, man, everybody's not ready to go, to, they're not built to go to college. Right. But then again, that comes from the school for every kid that they send to college, they get money for that. You know, that's not fair. <laughs> you know, uh oh. Sorry. Dog on phone fail. Um <laughs> you know He got so excited he moved the phone. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna have to give him a moment to get back in frame. I'm, I'm back in. I'm back in. So Leon, did you wanna continue? Yes. Um, you know, but then you know, back in my in my dad's heyday, you know. You know, cosmetology was still prevalent. I mean, I mean, we have cosmetology in my high school too. You know, those girls could they they could go to college if they wanted to, but you know, to fall back and make extra money, they became state certified beauticians. Right. You know, and again, I'm not I'm not saying don't go to college. I'm not saying that, but don't go to school for something dumb. You know, mm-hmm. why would you go to school for um go to college and be a hundred thousand in debt to be a puppet master? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like, Really? And now these kids, they, they get into the real world. Basically, that degree is worthless. Well, the, the school played you, but <laughs> you should have thought of that. You know, your parents should have stepped in and said, no, 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 no. This, if you're going to go to school, go to school for this, this, and this, and this. Or go to a trade school, because we always need, need tradesmen out there. We will mm-hmm. always need that. It seems like there's school counselors in the high schools that could be giving these these kids who are about to graduate better direction on the choices they make for their college. 
I agree. Well, yeah, that's true too. But you know what that comes from too? They were in the same boat those kids were in now. You know when they were in high school, mm-hmm. they looked at me got a school a, a, a school gig. You know, well, I got a job doing this. You can too, but it's only so many schools out there though. <laughs> you know, and well, that's like they always tell blind people, "Oh, well, go in social work. Go in social work. You can talk to people. You can listen and." Blah, 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 blah. Well, once you go in, you know, I've seen a lot of people, once they've gone into social work and this, that, and whatever, and have their degree, they, there's nothing available because the jobs are already filled. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to school for. I go to school for. You know, I've thought about, you know, I, I literally sit back and thought about what I want to go to school for. I'm like, well, hey, I used to be a mechanic. Let me just go back for, the enge- you know, go to school for the engineering. You know, that, you're always going to have need an engineer in this world. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's just a lot of these people need to sit down and talk to their kids. These a lot of these people need to sit down and say, "Hey, if you're gonna go to school, okay, what what are you gonna go to school for? Okay, don't just think you're gonna go to school and get this and get this degree, and once you get out, once you graduate, I'm supposed to it's supposed to be all these jobs lined up. No, no, it doesn't work like that unless you're in a certain field." Okay, if you're a medical doctor, hell, the sky's the limit, you know? But but you're going to school for gender studies degrees, what can you really do with that? That's uh, no offense. Now, I don't want to disrespect any, any, any ladies on there, but come on now. A lot of those women with Antifa, they are upset about that. That's why they keep saying that the gender pay gap is because of that crap. Well, hey guys, I got a quick minute. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get my first book, Because You're Blind, in hardcover, paperback, and on Audible. See the links below. This is the story of what it was like waking up blind at the age of 12, and then several years later being stripped of my constitutional rights by my parents. And it's the story of how I had to fight to get my constitutional rights back. It's a very powerful story and I encourage you to listen to it and the first 50 people who email me will get a free download of the audible version and all you have to do is go on and write a review on Amazon for me thank you very much and now back to the blind view yeah but I'm saying it's, it's sad out there you know because every job I've had if I work with a, with, a, with a lady she had she had the same amount of pay as me we you know as well I we, think she should Mm-hmm. And I, I, I totally agree. But, you know, I, 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 no joke, I've worked like that. I've worked with a, with a lady like that when I first got on at the airport at Continental. She was upset because her check wasn't as much money, but I'm like, okay, are you working any overtime? No. Okay. I'm, and how much, and you're always leaving work early. You know, I understand you got to take care, I understand you got to take care of your, your child. You got to pick them up. And I've told, hey, I'm with that. I'm not, I'm not against that, but to the point you have to look at, the, you know, look at the other, you know, the variables too. This guy works at least two or three hours of overtime, you know, five days a week. He even comes in on, on his day off. Okay. So, hey, what what, what you want to do? And she finally well, agreed. Hmm? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was just going to say you're not going to get paid the same unless you aren't putting in the same amount of time. If you put in the same amount of time, then you should make the same pay. But if mm. you're cutting corners and coming in late and late, leaving early and taking days off, you're not going to get the same pay. And that's why they talking about the gender pay. There's no gender pay gap. And you have to look at, too, a lot of men, 
they, they take more dangerous jobs. You know, it's not saying that women can't do it, but come on now, how many women um are out there digging it, a digging pipeline? Come on now. Now, okay, so I see your point with that, Leon, but if there are women who are digging pipeline, they should make the same dollar. They are, which, which they are, they will. Pipeline. They will be making the same amount of money. They will do it. No, I'm so, They will do it. If they're working for the same company, they will make the same amount of pay. I'm, they will do that because it it's been a federal law to pay um, one gender one thing and another gender another thing. Okay? It, if that was the case, then it, that's the case. A lot of companies would have more women, wouldn't it? It'd be number of women working, wouldn't it? So they could save, they could save on the dollar if that was the case. And I honestly don't know because I haven't been all over the country and applied for jobs everywhere as a woman, and I really don't feel qualified to make a judgment call on this one way or the other, you know. But I'm just pointing that out. That they probably but, it, but, it, but it's a federal law. They cannot pay one gender one thing and another. They cannot do that. They will get. They will get in trouble. That is a federal law. But mm -hmm. these, a lot of these people don't see that though. Mm -hmm. I'm like, do you not know we have we have work laws in this country? Hell, why do you think children can't work under the age of 15 without a parent's consent or, the, or their consent? You know, come on now. There are child labor laws. That's why we don't have, this isn't China. You know, I, I, like we've been saying, this is one of the, this is the best country to me in the world. Why do you think everybody's trying to come here? <laughs> but I'm sorry, but you know, again, every, every job I've had went, have gotten the same pay as, as as the men. Hell, in some case, they got even more money because um because they were getting um a lot of dudes were coding for them. I'm not gonna say who would win because I don't want to get them in trouble. But you know they were you know they were telling the the dudes to sign up for them. You know they were and get they would get two or three hours overtime every day without even doing the without even being there. Now that's not right. I, I know, but it does happen. As I said, if you're not going to put it in the time, you shouldn't get the pay. Mm-hmm. You know, like my dad says, he said, son, because um, my dad used to work for the, um, the city bus line here as, as a mechanic. He said, son, I didn't see it with women. They become supervisors. They wouldn't even qualify for the job. Okay? They wouldn't even qualify for the job, and they got the job. I love you, babe. You know, it's not fair. It's not fair when you got, I don't want to sound like a misogynist, but they were like, he's my dad's. There were men that were way more qualified for that job. And she had just gotten there. You know, she had only been there a few months and she got, and she got promoted over the other guys. Mm. Couldn't even, couldn't even tell you a difference in a school job and a wrench, but she got a promotion as a mechanic at that. This is one thing about blindness. I cannot stand misplacing crap. <laughs> that can be very annoying all by itself. You know, I think they should make a device for our canes that we can put on our canes. And oh, then they got that now. Hands, it'll beep so we can find our canes easier. They, they have that now. They have, they have small use canes one of out there. Piles? They have what? small canes. You know, Abby, I have one of those tiles, but I haven't even tried. I mean, I got it a few years ago. I don't even know how to use it. Would I have to attach the file to my cane? Because would it, would it prevent me from being able to use my cane? You know, I don't know how those well, work. It depends on where you put it. Probably 
Like, is there a way to attach it to the string? Like, some canes have strings on them. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, it's been a pet peeve of mine for a long time since I became a cane user in 97, um, is misplacing my cane. So typically what I do is every time I walk into a room or into a building, I put it behind the door. Um, so like when I was out of town in Montana, we stayed in a couple of different hotels, so I would put it behind the door in the hotel room. And when I come into my house, I put it behind that door. But sometimes when I'm like in unfamiliar places, like I'll put it in a corner and then have to go looking for it again. You know what I mean? Right. Well, in most cases, having something like that on my team would help a lot. Well, they, they do have smart canes out there now. They have a what cane? I'm sorry. Smart canes. Where you walking down, if you're like walking in a, and it comes to an object, it'll beep. It'll, it'll vibrate. Like as an what object. Is it right it's, it's a smart cane. Oh, a smart cane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um, are, you the, are you talking about, is it called the walk? Uh, that are you talking I about that know. one, that guy, in, that guy over in one of those Asian countries invented like a few months ago? Well, like maybe well this months. one I've seen, a, I've seen a year ago, Israel made it. Israel makes a lot of stuff for us that we don't know about. But that's what, you know, but the thing about it, um, it, it costs a lot of money to get. I think it's like over a hundred bucks. Oh, are you talking about the WeWalk cane? That's what it was called, I think. It could be. I don't. I'm not for sure. Don't don't quote me on that now. But I know is. I know if you're yeah, walking down the street with your cane, it'll be. What did you say, Abby? A friend of mine had one of those WeWalk canes. Why do you say had? Did they not like it? I think it got broke. Uh huh. I think he hit something with it, and it uh, it got broke. Mm. Yeah. But he said he really liked it. Okay. Well, thank you for the information, Abby. I haven't known anybody that's had one, and I tried to look into when they first came out. But when I contacted the guy, he didn't have any information about how it used. He didn't have any videos that I could direct my, you know, my viewers to to see how it worked or anything. And I wasn't comfortable promoting it at that rate, you know. Right. But see, that's the problem with all the new technology that's coming out that's supposed to be for people that are vision challenged, it's too blasted expensive. And not everybody can afford all that. And I think a lot of times they add so many bells and whistles that it makes the device so much more difficult to use than it really needs to be. Well, I love my, my plain old straight white, straight white cane, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't have, I don't have to plug it in and charge it and all of that. It works great. But some of these newfangled devices, you have to do so much, you know, to get it to work, you know? Yes, ma'am. Well, um, look at the Orcam glasses. Those, those really have visually impaired students. I mean, people, mm -hmm. my school has a pair. But, you know, I call it Orcam they started $3,500, $4,500. Yep. You know, good. No way. You know, I'm like, do you think every blind person has a family member that's willing to give up $4,500 to them? No. I wish I had somebody give me that kind of money, but, you know, but, hey, that's just, you know, that's what I'm saying. This is why I go to school for stuff like this so I can learn how to build stuff like this for, for, for blind individuals to make it cheaper. But you have to understand too, um, um, Becca. They they need to make a profit so they can keep making stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. that's that technology is very expensive too. 
-hmm. it is very expensive to um to construct right that's what used to get on my nerves was the price tag it's just like they got the um talking acrobat have y'all seen those never heard um, of it oh the acrobat it's kind of like an overhead projector with an xy table that can move forth back and forth and sideways oh like a um, ccp yeah, it is like it is like that exactly but the difference between that and the cctv is this one can talk to you as you're putting like a, you got like say you got a cookbook right and you're trying to uh hear the recipe so what you do is you put the book on the table and you aim the camera right over the first word of the page and then hit start. It'll start reading the thing to you word by word and line by line. But the price tag on that thing is $3,500. Who's got $3,500 for that? Yep. <laughs> And here's the thing that I noticed about these devices. They, they're all really impressive. And they're, a lot, they're really expensive like that, too. So even though, like, the OrCam is really impressive, I personally would not invest in that because I look for these days, I look for certain qualities in my, my accessible devices that I'm willing to invest in. And one of them is portability. You know what yes. I mean? And another one is like convenience or like e if it's easy to use, easy to plug in, easy to set up, easy to, you know, to operate independently. Those are the things I look for in my devices. And I honestly, I haven't looked at the OrCam much, but my understanding is it's not very portable. So No, but, but see, that's the thing about it. That's why I wish states, um, I mean, some state agencies, they will buy it for you, like here in Texas, they'll get it for you. But the thing about it, you have to go through so much red tape. Even me being in college, they just won't give it to me, you know? And that's the thing I've been fighting that too. You know, thank goodness I have another, I have another counselor that can help me get it. But mm -hmm. you know, and me, again, me and Joe to discuss this. You have a lot of people here in the state that graduate from college that, and they don't even go find, they don't even go find employment. So why did you waste the state's money and taxpayer money and sending you to school if you don't even want to do nothing with it? So why did you do it? I just want to see, I just want to see what I can do it. Well, thanks a lot, Jerk. Now, now it's harder for me to go to school, you know, and now. And, uh, and even uh, harder for to believe that an employer thinks that you have the smarts to excel at what you're doing and know what you're doing on top of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's why, you know, up against. well, see, things like that, you know, I know I've literally known a lady I'm not going to say her name. She literally graduated, you know, from criminal justice. I'm like, okay, so you're going to help, you know, you know, like, like youth out, you know, teens out? No. You're going to help out like hardened criminals out? No. What you going to do with it? Nothing. I just wanted to do it. I'm like, man, it's crap like that that really makes me mad. Because, right. again, now I have to go through all this red tape, you know, and I'm doing, I'm, you know, doing my best, and I'm trying to, you know, going through all the stuff with, though, with my school to prove that I'm trying to do it. And it's people like that that just cruise on through. You know, mm heck, -hmm. I, I, I can't even get talking, typing teacher until I, went to, uh, until I went to the school for the blind here in, in Texas. 
they wouldn't even give it to me until I went until I went to the school. You know what I think I've learned, you guys? I think a lot of the computers that we buy from Walmart and stuff, I think some of those, I think a lot of them actually come with some level of accessibility already in them. Yeah, every Microsoft, Microsoft every Microsoft computer has, has narrate on it. Right. And, and then, you know, I also think that Talking Typer, I think, is act or something similar to it. I think there's a program you can get for free online to where you can learn how to type. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but hey, even even um, Becca, when I did, you know, again, Joetta can attest to this. When I we was at school together, um, I had been qualified for, for my equipment because I think the um the way to qualify here was you had to type over 35 words a minute. And I've been did that, and I still didn't get myself to to almost after I graduated, and I still mm -hmm. I still got stuff here, what I need to learn how to do. I still have what's that that, with open book that little I, I still don't know how, know how to use it, you know, they just gave it to me here. You're going to get out of here. Only thing I know how to use was my um was my laptop, you know. But like I said, it's just a lot of it's just a lot of things that that can be reformed about the situation because again. I hated that they teamed up with this with their state agency. I liked it better when that was independent. You know, if you needed something, they just give it to you, no questions asked. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, you got to go through this, go through that, go through this, go through that for for simple crap now. And I can't stand that. Well, I think there's a lot of programs now that you can get, uh, like on our iPhones. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, I was sitting in the dark earlier today, and the uh, voice stream scanner app, as long as I had that flashlight on, you know, in the app to where it would, you know, flash and see the page, I was sitting here scanning my mail in the dark. And it What's was that called again? Voice stream scanner. Is it so free? Abby, is that a magnifier or does it verbally read it to you? Um, it, you can push the play button and it'll verbally read what you scan. Oh my God, I have that on my iPad. I just haven't had a chance to use it yet. Thanks for telling me. I fucking hate my mail. <laughs> well, is if you it, need it, help, it for, I mean, you've got my number, so oh. if you need help with it, uh, feel free to uh, reach out because. Oh, it's awesome. So It'll make a sound when it's level and uh, oh. so that you can, you know, scan. And it, like I said, I was sitting in the dark and I was like, I wonder if this will work if I'm sitting here in the dark. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, it scanned every piece of mail I put in front of, uh, you know, under and it. And it read it word for word. Pardon? And it read it word for word. Well, there were a few errors. I'm not going to say it was perfect. But it was enough for me to know exactly if it was my mail or if it was somebody else's. Oh, okay, so it, it, is it free on, on the App Store? No, it is not free. How, how much is it? Oh, you'd have to ask me that, would you? I, it, I, bought, I bought the package. Because yeah, there was I, I, I think it's like $9.99 or $19.99, and it is, it's like three or four apps that are really... Like, well, I, iPad, well, that's cheaper. Look that's at it. cheaper than a, it, it's a lot cheaper than an NFB one. That's a hundred bucks. Oh yeah. It's oh yeah. It's a lot cheaper. I would have paid that than that. And you can get, and you can get three apps. You can get the book, yeah. the app, the Voice Stream Reader, the Voice Stream Scanner, 
and the voice stream writer. And I think it even comes with voice stream voices. And what does the writer do, Abby? Do you know? Pardon? What does the voice stream writer do? Do you know? I think that has something to do with hand like writing, actually. Oh, like, writing notes. <laughs> like notes and things of that nature. I've never really played with it, but I found I got it cheaper by buying the bundle than if I would have bought it mm -hmm. separate. Yeah, I bought that same bundle a couple, like a month or month and a half ago, I think it was. I just haven't had a chance to look at it, but I, I know I need to because, yeah, it sounds great. Well, it's, they are awesome apps. I, I mean, I totally would recommend it to anybody that needs to scan on the go. Cool. Now, is, there, is, there an, is it only an iPhone app or is there also like an Android? Does, does I don't have an Android, so I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. I have I mean, an iPhone but I know a lot of our viewers are tablet, but I don't use it for scanning. I only use it for reading like audible books and, you know, I will be getting as soon as we hang up. Cause that can, that literally comes in hand. Cause I use a lot of, I use a lot of times be my eyes. Like I did the other day and I didn't mean to work that lady up, but she said, she, you know, I, I didn't mean to do, but I really needed her help. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I felt bad for her. I'm like, I'm so, 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 so sorry. But you know, and you know, a lot of thing about that too, a lot of blind folk don't know anything about all this great technology that's out there at, at, at their fingertips. They yes. don't know. They do not know. And I'm like, wow. You know. Yeah. And that's, why, that's why I started my channel, Leon, is to educate the sighted world about everything that's going on with us as well as our blind peers. Because I know there's a time when I didn't know any of this stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That was just a few years ago when I didn't know anything about what was available. So now that I do and I have this platform, I want to use it to help educate others. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate you guys helping me with it. Well, if there's anything I can ever help you with or explain, like I said, I've never had vision. And um, so, you know, I, I don't know what it's like. Abby, Abby, we would like to get a VIP from you and a longer form interview video with you. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. Um, we can work that out and I'd be more than happy. I do have a doctor's appointment coming up. So right. uh, I, I do want to say thank you for letting me be a part of your program, but I okay. am going to have to leave. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll end the show then. Unless Leon or Joetta, do you guys have anything else you'd like to add? Abby, good. I would like for me to please let me know how things are going on in Indiana. Because y'all right, right there by Chicago, and I feel I'm, I'm so, so sorry about that. I have okay. a friend that lives in Chicago, and I'll be keeping in contact with her constantly. Yes, it's, it's very, very, very scary. Mm -hmm. okay. Like I said, please find a way to protect yourselves, please. It's getting, it's getting real crazy cool. out there. Well, we'll say goodbye to Abby, and then I'll actually wait and see if anybody else has anything else to add before I end the show. Okay. Thank well, you, thank you. Thank you, Abby. Becca, for having yeah, me on the program. I'll, I'll talk to you in the next few days and see if you'd like to participate again in the future, okay? Sure, definitely. I, I'd love to. Thank you for joining us today, Abby. Well, thank you, and nice meeting you, Leon and Joetta. And Same as here. always, Becca, it's, it's always good to talk to you, Becca. Yeah, it's good to talk to you too, Abby. Be safe out there, my friend. Thank you. Keep in touch. Okay. God bless. Oh, oh for sure. God bless you too. Bye-bye.
Okay, so Leon or Joetta, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, I'm thinking about it. Uh, well, really, we we kind of grew out for for right now until until next until next week's calamity. What's going on? Joetta, was there anything else you wanted to add? I'm good. I'm good. Um, but I I forgot what's the name of that app again? Voice Stream Scanner. It's, so it's, it's the Voice Dream Pack. There's Voice Dream Reader and Voice Dream Scanner. If you go on the App Store and just search Voice Dream Pack or Voice okay. Dream anything, it'll probably pull it right up. And like, like she was saying, it's a really amazing bundle of apps. I purchased it myself a couple months ago. I just haven't had a chance to use it. Okay, cool. I'm going to look it up as soon as I get up this, up this with y'all. I'm, I, I, I'm done with my have to say. Okay, great. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Blind View. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.